the gap between generations who assume things about each other. <laughs> All right. Hey. Hi. Uh, here we are. Here we are. Here we are again at bridging are. the gap between generations who assume things about each other. World's longest title. World's longest title. There you are. Here we are <laughs> at bridging the gap between generations who assume things about each other. See, you can say it short and fast. You can totally say it. If you can't say it, just practice. Yep. Good yep. Lord. Yep. <laughs> so speaking of that, why did we start this podcast, Steph? Well, I'll tell you why we started it, Steph. <laughs> It's, you do it. You do it, and I'll mouth it. Okay. okay. Only, yeah, only you the people do, on Zoom can see it. Okay. Uh, okay. It's just we started it because I was sick and tired of people my age assuming that everybody our guests' age is a particular way, and blah blah blah. And I say that on absolutely every episode, but that's what we're supposed to do because we're supposed to tell you what our podcast is about. Um, but also, I did tell you that I read this great article last week where it was like mm-hmm. everybody's blaming. The young folk on the COVID rises. Good um, article. Very it was a really interesting good article. Take. And then this yeah. article said, uh, "It's also those young folks that are the only ones that are working the jobs right now and have to be working because they need money to go to school, etc." So let's just not blame everything on people under thirty. Some things are their fault. Some things are my fault. And also that. Those generations don't blame everything on old people who don't know what they're doing or who are in the way or are trying to stop them or are to blame because this is where we're like the I think it's for me it too. It's like the blame game. Let's stop the blame game. Let's, Let's get to know each other. Let's stop the blame game. Let's stop nah. the blame game. Yeah, yeah. Steffi and I are also <laughs> singer songwriters. You might not have known that. Blame game is going to be the name of my next Broadway show. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I would love to know. Who we're talking to today, Stevie Wolf. <gasps> well, I'm really excited because this fella, um, we've both met over the years. He's kind of, uh, kind of a super talented young guy who just has the most great outlook and is just really fun to hang out with. And, uh, he's 15 years old. And hmm, this is, uh, this is absolutely a, an assumption, uh, not an assumption, but a, a total thing about people my age is that, I always think he's 11 because of that sort of, or 10 or 8, because that's when I met him. And I'm always surprised that people grow up over the years. Like, what the heck? Anyway, I want everyone to say hello to Will. He's here with us right now. Hi, Will. Hi, how's it going? <laughs> really good, thanks. It's good to awesome. see you. It's so good to see you. Everything's Yay! better for seeing each other. Oh, yes. <laughs> we are on Zoom, listeners, so we can see each other, but you don't get the joy of being in the room with us right now in our little Zoom room, but you may get the joy of seeing pictures of this exceptional young man on Instagram, because Steffi knows how to use Instagram and I don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I found him. I was like, how do I find Will? Oh, he's on Instagram. I'll find him there. I didn't remember meeting Will, and Will reminded me that he came to the summer school that I administrate last summer. I should have remembered, except I have to remind myself that there are 300 young people there every year, and none of them look the same from one year to the next. From five months to the next, from in some cases. five minutes to the next. <laughs> Will, tell us a bit about yourself. We know that you're 15. What else should we know about you right now as an intro? Well, um, so I am very much involved with the theater community. I've done community theater in where I'm from, Sherwood Park. It's just outside of Edmonton. So I've done community theater at our theater group called Festival Place. 
And then I've also done a lot of work at the Citadel, which is so fun. It's probably one of my favorite places on earth. I love it so much. And then also I do a lot of film. So that's super fun. I, I just love acting. It's such a great experience. Hey, what's your high school, Will? Well, I attend Bev Facey Community High School in Short Park. Really? I wonder if there's anybody on this Zoom chat that might have been a member of the second graduating class ever of Bev Facey High School in 1984. No way. Yes! Oh my god, that's so cool! Did you know that Will went to that school or did you guys just discover this now? No, I just guessed because he said Sherwood Park and Festival Place. And- wow. You're like a detective. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> That's fantastic. Turn, turn, turn the seasons. I'm going to make an assumption right off the top about our will here, but I'm going to assume that you were really excited to start um, to start high school. I know it's it's scary for some people because it's a big it's a big leap, but I'm going to assume that you were really looking forward to it. Am I right? Yeah, I was very much looking <laughs> forward to it, but I was also a slight bit nervous. That's pretty normal, I mm-hmm. think. Yeah. I, I'm also going to assume that you kind of are uh, probably a bit bummed out that you're not getting the social scene of being there right now. Yeah, it's it's really too bad because my school, we had four classes a day and two semesters, but we've switched to a quarter system with two classes and everybody has to wear masks. So so you are in person, yeah. you're not online? Yes, I, I am in person. Oh. So so that's really great. Okay, so then, yeah, you get to, you get to hang a bit with some folks then. That's yeah, good. we do. And yeah, we're allowed to take our masks off outside. But yeah, in the class, it doesn't really matter because we're focusing anyways, not enough time to socialize. So I'm going to assume that you wish that the mural I had painted on the drama room door was still there and that they hadn't painted over it 10 years ago because it was so bad. Wow, you painted a mural on the door. Yeah, you'll oh, never that's know. Incredible. Guess what it was on the drama room door. Guess what I painted. Oh, 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 oh. I'm going... That's, this is tough. Was it like a mural of like facey drama? Like, was it a bunch of like... It said facey drama. And, drama stuff? and then it really? was like, happy face, sad face. You know, the drama masks? Yeah, for Happy sure. mask, sad mask. It was awful. I went back to Facey to do a touring show 10 years later, and it was painted over. Anyway, is this oh, a podcast geez. about me? No. Yes, Karen. No, it's Will's not. here to interview you. <laughs> These are great stories. Hey, Will, on that note, I think you should be, don't tell anyone, I think you should be the next person to paint a mural on the drama door in your final year. Okay, that's our challenge to you. Okay, I will, uh, I mean, I'd have to improve on my artistic abilities. I, I don't have the free hand to paint as some do, but, you know, I could work on it. I didn't either, honey. That's why they painted over it. <laughs> So tell me what you're up to these days, buddy. Okay, so we know that COVID's happening. We know that you're going to school. Um, I'm going to assume that you're you're still doing... Well, you're not doing theater right now, so what are you doing? Mm-mm. So yeah, theater's done, but right now I'm doing competitive dance. I'm a competitive dancer at an Edmonton school called Shelley's Dance Company, Oh, which is ah, super fun. Yeah. What kind of dancing? All kinds? Uh, yes, I do all kinds. I don't do hip hop or like tap or any of that i only do like the cores like modern contemporary ballet jazz and i do a lyrical class so that's really fun i really enjoy it i did not know that about you i knew that you were a mover and a shaker but i didn't know that you were a competitive dancer too look at that that is so cool do you is that surprising to some people when you tell them that Mm -hmm. yeah i think 
it, it is a little bit surprising because most people, you know, aren't you like they wouldn't look at me and think that I'm a dancer just because, you know, I don't know if it's something like how I'm built or something or that I'm like a theater person or something like they just don't really understand the whole idea and they wouldn't really pick it up if I told them. But well, um, and I'm going to make a vast assumption and that's a lot of people and this is just true. Um, this is changing, thank goodness. But a lot of people just see a young guy and they just assume he plays hockey. Yep, exactly. That's that a- that is it. Yes. <laughs> Maybe you also play yeah. hockey. Absolutely. But that seems to be the the nut that you get, the the square peg that you get put into immediately, I, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm, yes. People say, what team do you play for? <laughs> yeah, that's that's really true. I have two boys and both of them played hockey and it's amazing. But it is sort of a, a generalization that people make. Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. I did play hockey for a little bit and like when I was a bit younger, but then, you know, I retired, as you say, uh, to focus <laughs> on other things. You discovered the theater. Yes. Yes. I, uh, yeah. So I hung up my skates and I put on my acting shoes. As Your acting say. boots? <laughs> yes. Hey, That's awesome. Just so you know, um, I'll tell you something about being a 54-year-old lady that you don't even have to assume. Older ladies love tap dancers. Really? Take tap dance. I've Tell your mother. Tell your mother right now. I said take <laughs> okay. tap dance. Well, who's the, dude that, who's the big famous dude that was from our generation that made us love tap dancing? What was his name? Gregory Hines. Yes, Gregory Hines. Yeah. And there was another one. And his, oh, what's his name? Gregory Hines. Uh, you guys talk. I'm going to look it up. Oh, oh I want to say like Ben Vereen. Well, him, but there's another one. Oh, gosh. Okay, you talk. Look it up. I'm looking it up. Our theme on bridging the gap between generations <laughs> who assume things about each other is look it up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll assume that you discovered dance before acting. No, actually, I discovered acting first. And then because Shelly, who she's the one who runs Shelly's dance company, she was the choreographer for all of the shows at Festival Place. And <sighs> from a young age, she was just always encouraging me to do dance. And so I finally started and then I'm loving it. So Awesome. Here's the name. What did you find, Steffi? Savion Glover. You remember Savion Glover? No. Look it up. Karen, he will blow your mind. Savion Glover. Wow. Look <laughs> it up. Okay. Make an assumption about 54-year-olds, Will. So I'm going to assume, just because from personal experience with, you know, my mom and stuff, that uh, people your guys' age, you know, prefer Facebook to Instagram. Interesting. Just, I, I don't like Facebook. I'm off of Facebook. I love Instagram. Um, Karen is different. And that's why we're friends, because we're the same, only different. (laughs) You're absolutely right about me. I like Facebook. I made an Instagram post last night. And then I texted Steffi and said, did I do it right? Should I have had more hashtags? Did I make the little blurb underneath it too long? Like, I don't want to be one of those people that Insta's wrong. (laughs) I'm going to assume that you're into TikTok. Actually, I I was I, I was into like watching it for a little bit, but I never could fully get into it. It just like, I don't know, I like to read like if I'm reading like funny content, I'd rather read that than watch videos because if I'm being honest, most of the content on there is not really that funny. And the stuff that's really good gets sent out on other platforms exactly. and has billions. So you see the good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen it on yeah. like YouTube or Instagram or <laughs> But yeah, right, right. I'm going to assume that you have a YouTube channel. Um, I never have. No. Oh. Yeah, I wanted one when I was younger. See, you see people, not every teenager <laughs> has a YouTube channel. 
people. I've proven my point. <laughs> okay, here we go. Let's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try to make another giant assumption about 15. This is. You know what? I have a 15 year old. So. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, you guys are really different and just as cool. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna assume that you like video games. Um, I was never a big video game guy. Cause what? No, okay. no. Mind blown. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. I play a lot of like sports games. Like I have all the hockey NHL games, but I, I never like played any like of the shooter games that kids like, like Halo or like Call oh. of Duty. I never played any of that. And then, yeah, I, I just rather watch, you know, TV shows or movies because I'm a big movie buff. Storyteller. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I'm going to assume then that you're a board game guy. Actually, I do enjoy board games, yeah. Scrabble? Scrabble? Do you like Scrabble? Can we play Scrabble? I played Scrabble a lot when I was younger with my grandma, yeah. She really loved it. Scrabble, Scrabble, Scrabble. Have I mentioned I like Scrabble? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, make another assumption about 54-year-old women. Okay, so I'm going to assume that, like, you would rather read, like, a physical book than read one, like, online on, like, a Kindle or something like that. Yes! Sorry. Again, you know what? Here's where I'm going to... We talked about this one other time. I love having a book. I love the smell of it. I love the feel of it. But I love the ease of being able to travel with all of my books on a device. I love that. I can bring 10 books with me when I go on holidays and I don't have to bring them onto the plane. It's in a nice... And so here's the thing. I always used to buy two books, one for the tub, one for one for regular because I always drop them in the tub. Now I buy three, <laughs> one for my device, one for the tub, and one for the thing. So the book department, they're making a killing off of me. Wow. Oh yeah, no, I have a whole system. I'm a little, I'm, I'm a little bit obsessed. <laughs> uh, Will, what do you prefer, reading online or reading a book or audiobooks? Um, so I tried audiobooks and I, I didn't really like it. It just wasn't the same experience. And then I've never I've never had a Kindle or anything like that. Um, the only time I've ever read a book online was I didn't want to go into the store and buy it. So I looked it up online and there was like a PDF file of it from the authors. And so I read the whole thing. <laughs> And so that's the only time nice. I've ever read a book online. But other than that, I like I do like reading physical books. Yeah. They smell good. They feel yeah. good. I'm going to assume, Will, that you are a uh, – trying to think what kind of books you like. Uh, we've never had this no. discussion before. What kind of books do you like as a 15-year-old? Too old for Captain Underpants. Still, I love Captain Underpants. <laughs> right. I know. Um, <laughs> Me too. I don't actually know what's big these days, but I will say, like, the genre that you like is a, a mystery. Actually, I that is not true about me. I I like reading like true stories, like autobiographies oh, and stuff. What I find that super interesting. What's uh What's the latest one you've read? Um. So the latest one I read, I finished the Walt Disney autobiography a few months ago, and then oh, cool. I read the Freddie Mercury one, and then uh, right now I am reading one about this uh, guy who was involved in the mob. I put I picked it up at chapters on an airplane when I was going to go on a vacation. And then I put it in my suitcase and I forgot about it. And then I was looking through my bookshelf the other day and I was like, hello, you. And then I just started reading it and it's, and it's really great. Yeah. Fantastic. Is it Al Capone or somebody? No, it's actually got a guy involved in like the Montreal mob, oh. Canadian guy. And then I can't, I can't put my finger on his name, but yeah, it's, it's really good. How many 54-year-old women, including myself, I would not have assumed that you as a 15-year-old were um, interested in reading Canadian 
biographies or autobiographies. Mm-hmm. Canadian nonfiction is not yeah. the, where I would say a 15-year-old. No, no, me either. I love yeah, that. Very cool. I love it. <laughs> and I also, I also love reading, like, the books that, like, movies are based on because I love watching movies. That's probably my biggest hobby besides acting. So, yeah, so I'm, I love all of that. Like, I, I'm picking up, after I finish the one I'm reading right now, I'm going to go pick up this book called The Accidental Billionaires, and it's, like, the story. It's, like, by Ben Mesrich, and it's the story behind The Social Network by David Fincher. Like, it's a great movie. That's my third favorite film of all time. A lot of people assume that the movie that's being made is not going to be as good as the book. Do you find that, or do you find that sometimes you're surprised? I actually, I find sometimes I'm surprised. Um, so I've never read like because people when they say the books are better than the movies they're always talking about like the big franchises i always find like lord of the rings harry potter but i've never read any of that so i couldn't really say about the big franchises but i would say i'm pleasantly surprised with the films like based on independent books i find those are really great like i just watched this film about the economic collapse of 2008 called the big short um, oh, that's one of my favorite movies, yeah, it's dude. it's so great. My kids and I watched that. And I had to get my 18-year-old to explain it to me about 30 <laughs> times. And then I'd, I'd get it. I'd go, oh, I get it. And then, and, then and then it would all fall right. apart. But it's, yeah. So Is that good. the one about the housing? The <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. And then it's based on the book. And I had read the book. And I just never got around to watching the movie. And then I watched the movie. And I was like, this really captured the essence that the author was trying to you know, it really did, didn't yeah. it? I agree with you, hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, yeah. yeah, some films, I they just take the books material and like they cut out some of like the pulp or like the you know uh, more lengthy dressing details and stuff. Yeah, and then yeah, just shorten it and it's yeah, it's more organized. And I really like films based on independent books. Yeah. Okay, so let's say they're making a movie out of the autobiography of Will's story, and. Uh, <clears throat> Now we have to cast it. So I say, and you have to pick one, Steph, but I say playing Will is like a young Tobey Maguire. Oh. Interesting. Yeah, I can see that. Or like if Shia LaBeouf was still young. Yeah. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. I would never have thought of that one. I don't have any kid actors in my head. Who would you pick? Who would I pick? And you're not, and yeah, if they said, you know, you're too old to play yourself. Right. <laughs> you had to pick someone else. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's actually a really interesting question. Um, I mean, I wish that I could be as, uh, humble to say, or not humble, the opposite of humble. I wish I could, you know, <laughs> I wish I was as flattering to say Leonardo DiCaprio, but I'm not. Um, so I might say, Oh, go for it. <laughs> I, I can see that. Honestly, totally. I feel like if Christian Bale was younger, because oh. like I, American Psycho, he's like young, and then I thought like, oh, if he was like that ten years younger, that would be yeah, really I can interesting. See that. Okay, I have a total uh, uh, um, generational track. I want to go on for a second here. Uh, I want to talk about um, my top three favorite movies from my generation. See if you've re- I've watched them. Okay. Uh, and then, Steph, you say, and then you tell us your top three movies, although we know one of them already. But, right. And, and find out if we've watched them. So, uh, It's a Wonderful Life. I have seen that, yes. Nice. Somewhere in Time with Christopher Reeves and Jane Seymour. 
I cannot say I have that. I cannot say I have seen that. I'll have to put it on my list for sure. Okay. E.T. Oh, of course. I love E.T. Good. It's a classic. Good. Good for you. You've been raised well. Steph, what are your favorite <laughs> movies that, that oh, pop in see, your head? They don't have to be generational, but. This is the thing, guys. I don't remember titles. Oh. And I don't remember names of people. So okay. I could say, oh, the movie where the thing was the thing and the thing. And you'd have to guess <laughs> if you want to do that. I can do that. I'm Googling my favorite movies because I don't, I don't remember titles. Never have. People say, what show are you? And I'm like, I'm like, um, I, what show am I in? It's, uh, you know, it's the one where uh, the old guy is in, uh, he's like, he's Christmas time. He's and in England yeah. and he's mean. And then these three ghosts come. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's how I have to. Yeah. So uh, here's one of mine, though. The, the Breakfast Club. Oh, I love The Breakfast Club. I, have the you Breakfast seen it? Club. I have. Yes. Oh, it's a okay. classic. Well, here's it. That's all about generations and that's all about ca- coming of age sort of. And do mm-hmm. you think it... It's the same, like, do you think it's changed much for, like, that's a, that's a 25 year old movie now. Do you, do you recognize it or is it, is it old fashioned? No, I definitely, I feel like a lot of kids my age can definitely still relate to the characters, but I feel like the movie, like time has aged, but it hasn't totally left the film behind, but I think with like technology being advanced, you know, it's easy to like look back and forget, you know, what, what it was like back then. And I, and I never lived there, but I never lived in that time, but you know. No, you didn't. No, (laughs) you were just a speck. I just about said a thing and I'm going to say it anyway, because it sounds so 54. But if that movie was happening now, none of those people in that room would be talking to each other. They'd all be They'd on be texting. Phone. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Well, that's that's what I was going to say. Yeah. But some of the fashion has come back, which is kind yeah. of cool. <laughs> I could be wrong, though. It could be that you put X number of teens in a room and they just want to talk to each other. That's what happens mm-hmm. at Arts Trek. We'll talk about Arts Trek yeah. later. What other movies, Steffi? Um, Rocky. Oh, I love Rocky. Anyone? My brother is so into Rocky. He like... Yeah, because he watched, like, the kind of sequel series to Rocky with Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. And then he watched that first, and he, and he like, wanted to be a boxer now. And then and then we were at Costco, and he saw the box set of Rocky, and my dad was like, well, you have to watch these movies. And so he watched all five in, like, two days, and now he's, like, his room is, like, Rocky. He, like, he has, like... Oh, my God. Yeah, he, like... I'm going to meet your brother. Yeah, he's so great. Yeah, he, like, took a felt pen, yeah. And he, like, wrote on his wall. That's awesome. He wrote on his wall with a felt pen? Yeah, and he was like, wall of Rocky. And it was a bunch of pictures he drew of Rocky. It was so funny. Oh, my God, I love that. incredible. Maybe you can get him to help you with the mural that you're going to paint on the drama wall. Right. (laughs) I'll get him to draw me in a pair of boxing gloves. Excellent. And the boxing gloves have the comedy tragedy mask. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Do you know, I had a scrapbook of Rocky because we had things things called newspapers. And... (laughs) And I used to cut pictures of Sylvester Stallone and Rocky out and put them in a scrapbook. I could say Rocky won that movie. I could I could recite it to you almost from the beginning to the end. Wow. Oh, insane. Yeah, I loved it so much. And it wasn't just a crush. I just loved the movie, I guess, because it was, you know, it was Underdog. a guy against all odds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah, exactly. Uh, one, th- one more? One more. I'm trying to, I'm looking at, uh, Badiva Dev. Oh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, that's that's such a classic. I, I love Ferris Bueller. I was going to, because I went like mask shopping so I could get some trendy masks. And then I saw one online that said, save Ferris. And I was like, I really need to get this. And then it sold out before I could buy it. Oh. But yeah, it was really great. It was super cool. 
Well, that's a pretty good um, cross-section between our generations, dude. Totally. Okay, what's your three movies? (laughs) So my third favorite movie is The Social Network. Yeah, it's just... I've seen it. uh, I have seen it. It's super great. Um, My second favorite movie is The Shawshank Redemption. Oh, my God. That's such a good movie. Wow, it's so so good. Wow. Wow. Oh, oh my it's gosh. so sick. Wow. <laughs> Steffi's wow. drawing tears out of both her eyes. Good one. And what else? And then my first favorite movie is uh, Quentin Tarantino's Pulp Fiction. <gasps> wow. Love that movie. Oh, uh, yeah. But I wouldn't have assumed not- that this is my, one of my assumptions that your generation in 2020 um, would have that. Or um, Shawshank on your list, to be honest, because those are, yeah, like, right. no, I wouldn't have assumed that. That's um, That's really cool. Those are good. Yeah, you gotta, I, those are classics yeah. now, and they're great. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I just I watch a lot of movies from like before my time. Like my, I love like all- the eighties. Are you watching movies <laughs> from the eighties? Well, yes. Karen, what's up? I forgot. <laughs> Do you know what's cool? It's kind of saying that's a testament to those movies that they're sta- they're standing the test of time. So that's. Mm-hmm. Now I want movie night right now. How do you feel about animated stuff? Are you an anime person or are you a oh, Pixar person? I I've never really been into anime. It's it doesn't uh, Yeah, Fair it enough. just doesn't appeal to me. But I I love I love Pixar. I think I I I love the story behind Pixar. I love I just love all the movies. Like when I was like 13, I had like a Pixar themed birthday party like at my dinner table. We had like all these decorations and stuff and we were playing like Pixar music and we were watching Coco and stuff and Was then- your cake in the shape of like a lamp? Ikea exactly. Lamps Karen and I both go for- we both immediately Karen and I both immediately made arm puppet lamps in a Zoom room. <laughs> because here's the generational thing. You guys attribute like you associate that lamp, the moving headlamp with Pixar. I associate it with an old Old Ikea commercial where one of those lamps has been left by the side of the road and it's in the rain. Oh, I love that commercial. And the announcer guy goes, you feel sorry for that lamp. Yeah. That is stupid. You don't need that lamp. A new lamp would be better. Come to Ikea. You have to look at You have to look up that advertisement. Look it I up. will look it Ikea up. lamp, sad lamp or something. Karen just killed me. <laughs> You know what? This is a route we've never gone down is the commercials I think you should see from when I was your age. That's, yeah, that's awesome. Like, okay, so that's interesting because now ads you can skip past when you're watching stuff, right? We grew up on ads. Um, Do you, like, is that in your world, that kind of advertisement? Or like, what are are ads like for you? Yeah, I don't, I don't really watch a lot of like TV ads. Like, I watch a lot of like TV Mm. show ads, like, or like, teaser trailers and stuff and like trailers but i don't watch like advertising products but i do go on youtube and like watch back some of the great commercials because like they're so funny but like now nowadays they're just like they're just serious and they get by this point really fast exactly and then they used to have to tell a story like every good salesman knows that you it's not the product that you sell you still you sell the story around the product and because we were held hostage you had to watch the ad sometimes you tuned into a show just to watch the ads because you knew, oh, during this show, we're going to see the craft ad. And that's always my, you know, like, I mean, not literally, but ads told good stories. And there were characters like Madge, you're soaking in it. Like, <laughs> Listen, Steffi's going to do a craft cheese ad for you right now. Can you do one, Steffi? Um, let's go. Okay. Craft mm. cheese. This Sunday, grab your family, open a box, pour some milk in, mix it, cook it, and eat it. It's all about family. 
Craft. Craft Velveeta. And it's a, they just had hands making it while you'd watch. There'd just be the craft hands. And it was always like every Sunday night you could get a new recipe you could do with. <laughs> Why are we so excited about craft? As, I know, because you know what? It makes us feel like we're kids again. It That's does. Wow. <laughs> do you watch TV anymore? Because surprisingly, as a 54-year-old, I don't have TV anymore. Like, I don't have channels. I just have computer or Netflix. Right. Um, well, I... I do have cable, like I watch sports and stuff because I go on and watch, you know, the, my favorite teams and stuff, but I don't watch like shows yeah. because I know I can find them on Netflix, but yeah, I do watch a lot of yeah. Netflix because I have like kind of the big three streamings like Prime Video, yeah. Disney Plus and Netflix. So I get literally anything I need. So I don't really right. need And you can cable. watch whenever you want. You can go, I don't need to wait for till, on, till Thursday. It used to be Thursday night, I think in our day used to be. Must must see TV, yeah. it was called, because all the best shows were on Thursday night. Well, now you don't have to wait. You can watch it on at 3 in the morning on Monday if you want. Like, yeah. Right. Friday night was The Love oh, Boat the and Fantasy Love Island. Boat. Oh, my God. Ever seen those? I have not, no. Look if you're ever up. in a mood for some good cheese, like I'm talking cheesy factor of off the charts <laughs> 11, <laughs> watch an episode of Love Boat. I'd love to hear what you think about it. I, I'll do, I'll do that for sure. <laughs> you've I know you've heard the theme song. The love the boat probably will be making another one. <laughs> the love I think I have, boat. I think I have heard that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Wow. Um do you, what are your favorite comedy troops? Like what's your favorite comedy gigs these <clears throat> days? Um question. So do you mean like uh watching like um uh, I like Saturday Night Live, SCTV, those kind of things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Saturday Night Live. I'm- that's one of the cable shows I do watch every Saturday. I do turn that on. Um, I like Key and Peele, like uh, yeah, Jordan Peele and Keegan Michael Key. Um, they're so funny. Megan, Megan. <laughs> Here's a surprise from a 54 year old woman in the theater and comedian and improviser. I've never seen a full episode of Saturday Night Live. <gasps> wow. Here's my admission. I haven't watched a full episode probably in about 20 years. But when I was in grade seven, we had Saturday Night Live sleepovers because our parents didn't understand <laughs> it. So we would get together and watch it. And we would watch the little um, Mr. Bill. Uh, either of you might not. Mr. Bill was a plasticine guy. And he would get run over or hucked out of high rises and stuff. And they'd go, Mr. Bill, no, no. <laughs> we would laugh. And my mom just thought we were cruel and mean-spirited teenagers. <laughs> That's the assumption they made. But when you watch Mr. Bill, there's a whole sad little story behind it that they just didn't give it a chance, you know? And that's one of the, the reason I, I didn't watch it is because I grew up without cable. Oh, so in my well, day, well, I grew up with three channels and that was four, but one of them was French. And I didn't parlay la Francaise. Like my parents let me watch it, but they were just like, I don't know why you want to watch that. They just didn't get it. Is there any humor that you're into that you that that our generation just doesn't get? Yeah, that that's definitely me. Like, because I like to think, you know, I have a pretty advanced sense of humor. But then some of my, some of the like <laughs> videos or stuff I showed my dad, he's like, that's not even funny. What? Like, I don't get it. And then he's like, you know, I. I have no problem with you watching it, but you should watch stuff that makes more sense. And I'm like, but no, it it makes sense to me. It's funny. One of my favorite movies was called Stop Making Sense. So I'm all about not making sense. Have (laughs) you seen that movie, Stop Making Sense? I haven't, no. Oh, well, if you like, you probably really dig it. It's pretty great. It's from the 80s, but it's um, David Byrne and and, uh, not the talking heads. 
Talking Heads. It's his, their first video, and Don, Jonathan Demi directed it, and it's a, it's a freaking masterpiece. And he's coming out with his newest one called Utopia. Here I am, here I am paving the way for David Byrne, but his newest one, Utopia, which he just toured around the world and ended up on Broadway, and then they got shut down. They're open. They're live streaming it on HBO in like two weeks. This is just my passion right now. But um, yeah. Okay, so she's just told you her passion of David Byrne and how you should listen to David Byrne, obviously because you attended the summer drama school that I run. You know that I'm obsessed with Neil Diamond. Right. And I believe that your inroad to Neil Diamond should be the Jonathan Livingston Seagull soundtrack. Please listen to that one. That's that's oh. how I, that was my inroad. Which artist right now do you love that's a modern artist, if you have a modern artist that you like, that we might not listen to that you think we should? Right. Yeah, and that we will. We'll definitely will. I actually, I don't listen to like a lot of like modern music. I listen to a lot of music from back before my time. So like right like now. Like the 80s, Will? Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, actually, my favorite artist right now is uh, The Boss, Bruce Springsteen. Okay, amazing. Oh my God. that's That was my university music. I can tell you so many wow. party stories <laughs> with that soundtrack in the background. <laughs> But I won't. What's my inroad to a Bruce Springsteen then? What should I start with? Well, I would definitely start. I don't think go into like Bruce Springsteen right away. Like listen to like some just like slower kind of rock, like, you know, rock that isn't like heavy. Listen to like some just like slow, peaceful rock and then transition. The first album you should listen to is Born in the USA. Then probably okay. the river. The then maybe river is heartbreaking to be. He's yeah. a storyteller, right? That's one of that's one of the reasons mm-hmm. why people love the boss is because he tells stories with his songs and they they kill you. Yeah. This is my favorite moment of this podcast so far. Is that the fifteen year old was telling me which Bruce Springsteen album yeah. I should listen to first? <laughs> Bruce Springsteen, like just a couple of years ago, did a Broadway show, um, a Broadway um, concert. There was only like four hundred oh. people in there, and wow. he's one of the things he's famous for is when he does a concert, he goes on for three hours. Like when he he'll fill a stadium yeah. and he won't stop. And he's older than us, and he just goes. But he he milled it. He he whittled it down to just him and a piano and a guitar. And we watched it on I can't remember what. Show show what uh what channel streamed it but if you can find it will i bawled through the whole thing it's so beautiful so find it it's a it's a solo um kind of cabaret that he did in new york i'll definitely have to look that up yeah it's all his it's all those songs but it's just him and they're gorgeous anyway i just i'm so excited now (laughs) i'm gonna go uh broad again uh because we are the broad gap uh you imagine yourself right now you're 54 what are you doing right now at 54 years old. I know people say, well, how do you see yourself in five years? I want to know how you see yourself in 39 years. See how I just did that math like that? <gasps> Karen, I'm so proud of you. I'd still be carrying the one. <laughs> where do you see yourself at 54 there, Will? Well, actually, I've, I've thought a lot about like where I want to be because I write films. Like I write a lot of films. Like they're all feature length. Like I think my longest one was three hours seven minutes that was me just reading it end to end so it would probably be a few minutes longer with like music and like titles and stuff but um yeah I I write a lot of feature lengths and so I've thought about like the timeline of how I want to do them all and make them all and like the first film I want to do I want to do it when I'm like 20 it's called the underworld make that now don't wait till you're 20 (laughs) Weston Snyder 
who's a rosebud kid, just won the best youth short at the Calgary International Film Festival. Wow. So you don't have to wait till you're 20. Seriously, start now. Like you can do all on your iPhone. Get the grant, whatever. apply but for you, the tell us thing. You don't have to wait till you're 20. <laughs> yeah. For sure. There's so many films being made by young people now. Really? Do you know in Edmonton, Trevor Anderson? Yes. I don't know him personally, but I know yeah. of him. Dirt City Films? Yeah. He's yeah. made himself famous with shorts. Yes. Okay, you could have a cameo in any director's films right now. Oh. What what director do you want to work with the most for your films? Because, wait, when you're writing them, do you also want to direct them? Yeah. And do you want to okay. be in them too? Yeah. If you had to give it up to a director. Oh, if I had to give it up? Well, for some of them, I'd want Martin Scorsese. Of course you would. <laughs> That's right. Awesome. But And then there's one, only one of my films that I would want. Tarantino. One of them, I would want Christopher Nolan because that's more of a sci-fi. It's the only sci-fi film I've ever written. It's called Seven Minutes. It's about like... Can you just describe Karen and my faces while you were saying that? <laughs> very, uh, very surprised. Very, yeah. In awe. I believe In awe, awe is the word. To the point where I'm actually going to tell you this right now. Unless you tell me not to, I would cut that part out of this podcast because I don't want anyone stealing that idea. Right. Yeah. Actually, I, I do think that's a good idea. They're so good, Will. That's so good. Thank you. Got, got good goosebumps. Seriously. You know what? And Trevor Anderson's the kind of guy that you just like, he's the nicest man in the world. You know how old he was when I met him? 15. Wow. I think I think he was about about probably maybe 17 or 18 when I met him. So you can have lifelong friends through generational generations. Exactly. Wow. Do you have people that you think of as friends that are our age or your parents' age like that you think of friends, not that oh that's a friend of my dad, but that's a friend of me? Uh yeah, I definitely do. Like I would consider Steffi somebody that you would consider a friend. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah, people with shows I, I really I really connect with well. Um yeah, there are a lot of people that I still stay in touch with from all of those shows, which is super great. What do you think that is? What do you think that is that makes that can make different generations be friends in just a in a in a in just a very kind of human way? That's not a deal about anything. It's just... Well, as it relates to my situation, I think it's just like the magic of theater. Ah. Like it just it brings people together. It just like, you know... You have something in common that you share and that you can... And you're working towards a, something together. Yeah. Even if like that's the only thing you have like in common, doesn't matter. It's just the magic. It brings you together. Would the same thing happen between a 15-year-old and a 54-year-old who both really like uh, a particular sport, football? Would they bond over that? Mm, The relationship would definitely be different. Yeah. Like, because with sports, it's like the whole year you're in a sport, it's just like family, family, family. Then you move on to the next team. When you move on to the next show in theater... You're still thinking about the last show. Yeah, that's you know? interesting. That's, that's for me anyways. Well, and when you're working with someone in the theater, you're all working together. Um, you probably wouldn't be playing football with a 54-year-old. You wouldn't be on the same team, right? Just the thing of being right. able no, to do something that's right. together. Yeah, interesting. I could talk to you for about nine years. <laughs> Hopefully, Arts Trek Theatre Alberta's Summer Drama School for Teens will be back in action next summer. And oh, uh, that'll be great. You also can join it, and you and I and Will can sit down over lunch and 
uh, have a talk about, I don't know, icebreakers. What's your, give me an icebreaker question. Um, what was your first pet's name? Good one. Nice, Steph. Um, what was your first pet's name? (laughs) No, um, one of mine would be, what's your favorite snack? And mine is Neil Diamond, yes or yes. <laughs> I know Karen brilliantly moved us to a, a different level here, but I really wanted to ask you, Will, just before we kind of move on to something a little more light, is there anything, because you're surrounded by adults who are telling you what to do and how to do it and stuff, is there anything you would want to say to, um, to more senior people um, that you would want us to know that you don't think we're maybe quite catching? Hmm. That is actually a really good one. I'm going to need a minute. I don't know what I would tell you. Like if you ask me that. I would like I would like to tell 15-year-olds that I'm on your side. I've got your back. Yeah, I think if I wanted to say something, I think that uh, you know, most times older people kind of assume that, you know, I would be like into like heavy rap and I like Michael Bay movies. But no, I I have pretty good taste, I like to think. I think you do too. That's a really good point. How did you discover Bruce Spinks, Bruce Stink, 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 stink. Bruce Stink, stink. How did you first discover Bruce Springstone? Well, um, my one friend, probably my best friend, he was like really into it because his dad was into it. And then we were out biking and we always bring a speaker and he was like playing a song and I was like, this is actually really good. It's actually pretty good. Who is this? And then we got back to his house and we like just listened to like six albums. And then we were, and then I was like, wow. What do you think we should do now? Do you think we should do rapid fire questions? Okay. All right, here we go. Buckle up. Mosquitoes or wasps? Uh, mosquitoes. Cleaning your room or doing the dishes? Doing the dishes. Uh, cleaning my room. No, I changed my mind. Cleaning my room. Yeah, definitely. Wait, judges? Judges? Is he allowed to do that? Is he allowed? Yes, he is. Okay. Oh, yes, he is. Okay. <laughs> comedy or tragedy? Uh, comedy. LRT or bus? Mm, LRT. Hard boiled or poached? Poached. Improv or script? Ooh, uh, script. Psst, psst, you can say both. Shh, shh, you can say both. Okay. You can say both. Well, then, both. Star, Tra- Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars, definitely. There you go, them's mine. <laughs> okay, here's mine, ready? Carpet or tile? Tile. Uh, Scrabble or words with friends? Scrabble. Harry Potter or Twilight? Harry Potter. Donuts or donuts? Both. Great, awesome. <laughs> Hamilton or In the Heights? In the Heights. <gasps> yes! Good one. Oh, we are the same person. Uh, oh my gosh, yeah. Um, Shakespeare, <laughs> yes or no? Yes. Romeo and Juliet or Macbeth? Uh, McBee, yeah, for sure. Okay, hit us with your questions there, Will. Okay. So, uh, coffee or tea? Coffee. Coffee. Uh, Netflix or Disney Plus? Netflix? Netflix, but I've never seen the other one. I don't have it. Uh, cookies or like pastries? Cookies. Pastries. <laughs> really? You have cookies before pastries? Well, I'd say both, but I love a cookie. Oh, <laughs> I'm a pastry. Well, I was the one that asked donuts or donuts. You might not know this, but we don't play this game right. We qualify every single one of our answers. <laughs> and like if you if you if you just gave me pastry, I would roll around in it. So, you know. It's, it's all good. Keep going, Will. Uh, film or TV? Like, which do you prefer to watch, not act in? Ooh. Mm. Oh. Uh-oh. Now we've hit a wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good question. I'll say both, but it changes. Right Me, now, yeah. 
during stay away from each other time, I tend to watch television programs more than movies. Right. I'd be the same way. I love films, but right now, for some reason, there's comfort in the binge. I don't know, but yeah. Yes, Will, both. <laughs> and then, okay, I think I have three more. Technology or like reading? Reading. Uh, both. Yeah. Do you prefer acting in theater or acting in like film? Theater. I think... If I had to choose on the day, theater for sure, because there's that immediate um, interact that that uh, what, relationship that you make with the audience and 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 the, yeah. the beautiful collaborative effort of creating something together. Listen to me speak flowery. No, um, no, but, no, it's good. But film is so exciting because there's something about film that I just I there's there's you talk about the magic of theater. The magic of film happens after you're done your work. Sometimes yeah. like it's so mm-hmm. I, I I love it because yeah. I kind of don't really understand how it works. Yeah, for sure. And before you ask us your last question, what's your answer to that? Do you prefer film and TV or stage? I definitely prefer theater. It's just like special. The best feeling in the world is just walking out and seeing. It's just adrenaline. Yeah, it's just like that's it. you don't get that feeling anywhere else. It's just like it like the feeling. It's so different. Like you wouldn't feel the same if you like are skating out onto the ice for like a big final gold medal game that you do for just one theater performance. You just walk on stage and it just all, when it all hits you, you just, you can't feel anything. And you just like, you just go, your brain shuts off and the movement and the music just like moves you. And you like, that's for me anyways. There's one more and then I'm going to promise to shut up. But I know people have asked me, when you're in the wings before you go on, aren't you nervous? Aren't you nervous? And my question is, no, I'm like, get on with it. Can we please start the show? Like, it's the same with me. Yeah. One of the things that I yell at the soaps famously is, start the soaps, because I can't, like, it's like, can we please <laughs> The waiting is get killing you. Going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is another funny Ikea ad. Have you ever seen that one? Start the car. Okay. Google Ikea advertisement, start the car clever commercials anyway you have one last question i think okay yes my last question summer or winter summer summer same with me summer summer warm 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 spoken like true northern canadians well what is the best best thing about being 15 best thing about being 15 oh i think just like when you're younger, you don't get as much freedoms to like with the friends you hang out with and stuff like, you know, you really only hang out with people if the parents are friends and stuff. But I think when you're 15, you can like make choices with who your friends are, choices, what classes to take, you know. And so, yeah, I think just like the freedoms of being a teenager are much more rewarding than the te- than the freedoms of being, you know, a younger child. Yeah. We, you can do that when you're 54, too, just so you know that doesn't go away. Right. You still yeah. get to decide who you're going to hang out That's with. One you don't have to yeah. talk to your mom about it. Yeah. Well, that is very good. <laughs> That's one of the things that you get to have forever now. You you earned it. You have been such, seriously, we've, we're never talking this long. Steffi, thank you for reintroducing me to the wonder that is Will. And can you do our socials? Okay, so we are bridging the gap between generations who assume things about each other. You can find us on Instagram at the broad gap at the broad gap. And you can find us on Twitter at the broad gap too.
And we are on Facebook because, as Will mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, we like Facebook better, or I do. And our Facebook page is... Bridging the gap between generations who assume things about each other. Please respond if you if you're listening to us. Um, uh, give us a quick review and some. F- how about five stars? How about five? And subscribe. That'll help us move forward. And if you have a person like Will in your life, if you just have a person in your life that you think we need to get to know at whatever age, please email us at thebroadgap at gmail.com. We would love to talk to you and meet you. And one day Will will be back on stage. And when he is, oh, you'll hear about it. Look yes. for him on the big screen too. Uh, Steffi Wolf. You are wonderful. Karen Johnson Diamond, samesies, back. Thanks for bridging the gap with me again. And Will. And Will, thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's been such a blast. Yay! I'm glad you had fun. It's all that matters. I learned a lot. Okay, goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bridging the gap between generations who assume things about each other. (laughs) Hey, where did I go?